Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Hey, homefry. I missed you. I missed you. Listen, I've been up to some really fun things this past week. And one of the things that I've really latched on to that I want to share with you today is something that I feel like could really benefit you in a lot of ways, but also something that we don't do enough of. Okay. And that's writing. <laughs> writing. I've been finding myself doing a lot of healing and processing through writing. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm working on a little something-something right now. Um, but I also have just wanted to be more intentional about monogamy, be more intentional about my headspace and my mindset um, in ways that I haven't been recently. And I've kind of had to switch it up. You know, I've had to get a little bit creative with that thing in between my ear holes that sometimes likes to get the best of me, right? So one of the things that I have found is that the people around you are just as busy as you are, right? They're just as overwhelmed and stressed and in their own lane as you are. Right, So I want you to think of the amount of times that you've checked in on someone else. Right, Maybe you want to be more intentional about doing that yourself. Right, That's great. But the reason why I bring this up is because the world is a busy place. Other people are not going to always be checking in on you to make sure you're doing okay. I, you know that I'm going to as much as humanly possible, um, but I'm, no one is ever going to be there exactly when you need them to all the time, right? It's, it's just not possible. Um, and I don't say that to discourage you. I say that because I think there are some really awesome tools that we can use to be our own check-in point, to be our own processor, to be our own sounding board. And, and there are tools that we we don't use as often as we could. We can do so much healing through writing. And I want to sort of remind you of, because it's stuff that you already know, I want you to r remember the ways that you can heal through writing or process through writing. For example, if you are dealing with something particularly difficult and maybe we either don't have the time or the bandwidth or the words to process it with someone else, to discuss it with someone else, your mind works on overtime when you experience some kind of emotional upheaval 
right? Like the loss of a relationship or a job. It's one of those things where you have to be able to process. It has to go somewhere. It can't just stay in your head, right? It cannot just stay in your head. So try to write about those things. Maybe you are the kind of person that needs to do it verbally. I um, had a season of life where I would record on my phone just sound bites of me processing certain things so that later I could go back and either look at my writing or listen to the soundbite and process it further. But also I, I get to celebrate the growth that comes from that. And the thing that I've found that has been the most helpful when it comes to either writing or recording any kind of like journal activity is I am not just going to put it all down on paper until I don't have any more words. I literally set a timer now and I force myself to sit down for 15 to 20 minutes. I'm not just going to throw it all down on paper and walk away from it. That's not productive, right? I'm going to deal with the discomfort and I'm going to write through it because a lot of times after I get over that hump of silence, the processing starts to happen. It starts to happen. Right? And you start to get to some more of the problem-solving type spaces or more of the rational thoughts. So we come full circle. We don't just vomit it down on paper and then walk away. We process. We truly process. And the thing is, we need to get in the habit, if this is going to be productive, of writing only for ourselves. Deal with only events and situations that you can handle right now right now, the things that are in your control so that it can be productive, right? We've done previous episodes of the Kind Mind Project where we talk about um, locus of control and the things that are in our hands and outside our hands and how we can navigate that appropriately. Let's make sure that when we are throwing things down on paper, that if we are hoping to find a solution, that it is one that we can actually find a solution too, right? Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about grammar. Nobody cares. Nobody's reading this. It doesn't matter. It's just going to slow you down, right? Take out the judgment from it. Maybe you even try to put this event into a story. Maybe you write it from someone else's perspective or someone else's point of view. Because when we start to do things like that, we start to see the blind spots, right? Well, from this person's perspective, it probably happened a little bit differently. Maybe it is a stressful source of relationship conflict that we're, we're having a really hard time with. And maybe we need to process that from another perspective, from the other person's perspective, so we can see some of the blind spots. So we can look at that situation and be like, damn, that's that's where I was going wrong. That's where I wasn't considering their perspective that's where I was missing the mark right or or behaving in a way that I didn't intend that sort of processing through stories through others perspectives a lot of times we're going to be able to pull the curtain back a little bit and see the things that we couldn't see before that might get us closer to that solution now the next thing I tell you might sound a little bit contradictory Okay, so here's why. I'm also going to tell you that writing is an excellent way to get things out of our head. On the one hand, if we are 
really struggling to find a solution to a problem, we're going to be need to be really intentional with how we utilize writing to do that. We're going to have to make sure that if we're looking for a solution, that the situation is in our control and actually has a solution. right? But on the other hand, if we are finding ourselves occupied with all of these thoughts running through our noggin and they need to go somewhere, this is an excellent way to put things down on paper so that I can focus on other things so that I can feel more connection in my relationships and being able to focus at work or or focus on the task at hand if I need all of those thoughts to shut the hell up and go somewhere let's put them down on paper let's put them in a voice recording let's sit them down so we can walk away from them now I hope that you notice the the difference between those two scenarios Right? They, I think they both have a wonderful place and a useful one if we are intentional about both of those results. One has a solution. One, one form of writing gets us closer to making a decision or solving a problem while the other, we uh, are brain dumping. Right, we're, we're just dumping it on paper, dumping it in a voice recording so that we can focus on other things. I wanted to slam you with the tactical today before I kind of let you in on how I'm applying some of these things. I've Here's the thing, friend. I've always loved to write. Um, I, I grew up doing musical theater and playwriting and uh, majored in English in undergrad and looked up to Emily Dickinson like nobody's business. Um, so I've always loved to write, but I haven't been as intentional about writing as I could be. What I found as I started to work on this new project, the very first piece of this project, is um, kind of an adapted podcast episode. Uh, One of my very early ones. Um, So if you want to look for a little hidden Mickey, go on and um, take a look at my early episodes of the podcast and uh, shoot me a DM with what you think I I might be referring to. Um, It's something that I'm super excited about, but I bring it up because it is a way that I've been able to process in a very different form. There's something to be said about putting yourself in a previous space and really getting very specific of that space and that situation and that version of you. And then kind of coming back to reality and being like, man, uh, I am not the same human being I was then. And man, I am proud of the woman that navigated that and is here now. Um, There's something incredibly healing about writing all of that down and, and, and putting it in a version of yourself that you haven't been for a while. I encourage you, first of all, to do that safely, right? Um, but also to give yourself a chance to celebrate that previous version, to look at her and say, you know what, I know the mountains that you're going to move and and the places you're going to go and the growth that you're going to see but damn I'm already proud of the version that she was I'm already proud of that previous version of me it's been such an incredibly healing process and an eye-opening one so I urge you 
after this episode at some point today or, or sometime this week, sit down with you, yourself, no distractions, and a piece of paper. And really see what happens. See what happens. Because I think it's incredible the amount of healing you can do from pen to paper. And if you're not sure where to start, I want to send you off a little prompt today. Because you know I can't send you off with at least one action step to really apply these things. Right? So, at some point today, or this week, or whenever you are going to have some uninterrupted time with you and a blank sheet of paper... I want you to write at the very top of that page your name with a colon and then immediately afterwards write a previous version. So for me, top of my page, Emily, a previous version. And I want you to see where that takes you. I want you to sit down for 15, 20 minutes And see where that takes you. I want you to write about her. What's she like? What does she stress about? What does she worry about? What is she proud of? I want you to get specific of who she is, where she is. Maybe this looks like a story. Maybe this looks like, if if you're a super artsy person, maybe this looks like a drawing of a previous version of you. I want you to get specific of who that previous version is. I want you to see where it takes you. I want you to see what kind of healing, what kind of perspective, what kind of growth we can see happen from this little exercise and also how we can build upon it. And you know that after you take some time to do this, of course I want to hear about it. So I expect to see you in my Instagram DMs or over on the text list. I want you to tell me about her. Who is this previous version of you? Because I, as we've grown together in the last two years, I've had the honors of getting to know the current version of you, but I don't know the previous one. I want to know her too. So I hope that you tell me about her. But more importantly, I hope that you sit down to write and to see what happens. I love you, Home Fry. I'm so proud to be on this journey with you, to be sitting in the passenger seat of your growth-related road trip. Um, I couldn't be more thankful and more honored that you are allowing me to be a part of it. So until next time, I will talk to you very soon. Stay kind. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.